0: Learn how to connect with anyone with awesome emails with Ring Around founder, Eric Toxco. You're listening to Stand Out, Get Noticed, the podcast that helps you communicate with confidence and clarity so you can stand out from the crowd and get noticed by the people who matter to you. If you want to make awesome connections, build strong relationships, and get what you want in business and in life, this podcast is for you. To subscribe to the show and download the back catalogue, go to thecmethod.com slash podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm very excited for this episode because it is my very first interview. Yes, my very first interview guest, and I'm super pumped to be speaking with Eric Toxco, who is the founder of Ring Around, which is a crowdfunding platform for jewellery. Yes, I know. It's very cool. You could check it out at ringaround.co. And what you do is you, if you have an idea for a piece of jewelry, you send them the design, they make a 3D model of it, they create a campaign, and if it hits the crowdfunding sales targets, they'll manufacture it and send the final product to you and your buyers, which is pretty cool, huh? In their words, they're saving the world from boring jewelry. I love that. I really wanted to get Eric on the show because my friend, Lauren Holliday, told me about him and said that he is the best person at email outreach that there is. And I thought, well, this podcast is all about standing out and getting noticed. And I know a lot of people struggle to have their emails stand out and get noticed. You know, a lot of people that you might reach out to and ask them for something. You know, people are getting hundreds and hundreds of emails a day. And I experienced this myself when I was reaching out to people when I was living in New York and trying to get people to be guests on my show. Now, Eric has figured out a system and email templates and all these tools and tricks that you can use that get people to actually not well, not will only open their emails, but read them and then respond to them. So he shares a lot of cool tricks that you can implement right now so it's definitely worth a listen and he shares stories about how he built ring around and also his previous company custom made how he built those through mostly through email outreach yes he is that good the show notes for this episode will be at the slash eric and i'll put links to all the tools and things that he mentions uh, in in the show notes so, without further ado, I hope you enjoyed this interview with the very lovely Eric Toxco.
1: So, I was at Custom Made for five years. So, I was on the, the founding team there, um, helped build that business up. And I recently left three months ago. Um, I went to Europe, uh, just backpacking, came back, and decided to start my own thing. So,. Yeah, so now I'm building a crowdfunding platform for custom jewelry.
0: Wow. So can you explain a little bit more how that works?
1: Sure. So, yeah, so anybody can come to us with a design. Um, if we like the idea, we'll actually create for, like 3D models of it for free, and then we'll launch a campaign, and if we get enough pre-orders, we'll actually manufacture it. So you could technically be a jewelry designer and, and make money off of it. Really, anybody can make money off of it, just like how people make money off t-shirts and designing t-shirts and selling them online.
0: Wow, but you do it for jewelry.
1: For jewelry, yeah.
0: Um, Lauren was telling me that you were collaborating with some YouTubers.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'd love to chat about that. How did you meet Lauren?
0: I actually met her through Skilled Up.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Turns out we've got a lot in common and we're both... You know, into similar things and she, she keeps saying, Oh, you should meet this person and this person. And that's when your name, your name came up. Cause I was talking about like, cause, cause what I, cause what I do, what I'm, I'm good at that I've discovered and what I'm pursuing now is helping people to reach out to other people with whom they want to connect with,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but helping them do that in a creative way that's really going to stand out and, and make a big impact because I started mm-hmm. doing I started doing this with my podcast interview guests. I found that people weren't responding to emails, so instead I just made them random things like I made them videos and I made uh, I made um one woman a slideshare presentation and I made a flip book for um an architect. I don't know if you know Bar- uh, Bjark Ingalls. he's an architect in New York. Um, I made mm-hmm. a random flip book for him out of post it notes and it's and I got like really good responses from. Not just from the people I was connecting with, but from other people who saw these videos that I was making. People are going, how did you do that? That's amazing. So now I actually, I coach people on how to do this and like help them create videos and come up with ideas for reaching out to people. Mm -hmm. Um, so, and that's where, so I was telling Lauren about this and, and she mentioned you because I do the video thing as well. And I want to really expand my, uh, my reach on YouTube, I guess, because I I think yeah. video is a is a really fun medium for me, and I've been getting a great response from it. Yeah. So that's something I want to continue to do. And she's like, "Oh, Eric knows all about YouTube." Yeah. And also, she was telling me that you that you were reaching out to YouTubers. So I'd love to talk about that and and how you how you did that.
1: Yeah. Well, first off, I definitely appreciate and love the the bold moves that you make in regards to. Being creative and reaching out to people—I mean, that's really something I regard as my main skill. And people, I feel like, just there's one not creative enough, and there two, they're just not tough enough uh, and self-confident enough to do it like the right way. For instance, like I've created like custom luggage tags for people. Uh, I made like a custom luggage tag for Tim Ferriss once, through custom made just to get his attention. These are the kind of things we have to do now, right? There's just so much noise.
0: What did Tim Ferriss say?
1: Uh, he was very faithful. Um, basically, he's like, if you're ever in San Francisco, you know, drop by. Which is great, because I'm definitely going to take him up on that. And, um, actually, like, I always try to focus on, like, just being friends first. Never, like, transactional. Um, I think that's really important. And I think it's really easy for others to see through a relationship that, Someone's trying to get something out of this person and transactional instead of an actual meaningful relationship. And, yeah, asking questions works really well, too.
0: Can you expand on that?
1: Yeah, yeah. So if if you're able to find someone's email address of, some, like, someone important you're trying to reach out to, something I do is reach out to them and just say, like, hey, I'm a huge fan, and just try to think of one question, like, I would want to ask them. Um and sometimes this might take like five or ten minutes, but um, it could be like, yeah, I just wanted to get your thoughts on like, you know, how you use like a CRM system or something like that or something less boring, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but the more specific, the better. Let's see. With YouTube people, as an example, uh, and by the way, I actually use like Philippine contractors a lot like basically they do research for me on finding people's names, finding like current news and information about them. Um, Really anything that I can, that I can use to personalize an email. Yeah. Have you ever used like a virtual assistant before?
0: I do have a virtual assistant, but she helps me with my WordPress stuff. I haven't actually asked her to help me with research, but that's a really good idea.
1: Yeah. Just like, just data entry stuff. I mean really anything that you can put into a logic in regards to finding email addresses, finding like one unique thing about them.
0: Do you already have an idea of the people who you want to reach out to you and then you ask your assistant to do the research? Or do you actually do you get your assistant to actually find people for you as well that meet a certain criteria? Um,
1: I mean it's kind of both. Like um, I have somebody building a, a huge list of like every fraternity in the nation right now. Fraternity and sorority. So for that, it's it's very easy and logic based. I don't know the people. It's like, yo, give me the president, give me the first name, last name, email, something unique about them. Like, yeah, that I don't know the targets. If there's like someone I, that's really important to me, I'll usually do the research. It just Makes more sense, mm. you know, because I'm also learning while I'm researching.
0: So you reached out to you reached out to Jenna Marbles.
1: Oh right, yeah, yeah. So, to do
0: to, to to collaborate with, right? Can you tell me about that?
1: Yeah, so I actually uh, reached out to all the top 200 people on YouTube. It's literally just a list on Wikipedia. And what I was doing was seeing if they wanted to design like a cool piece of unique jewelry with their brand on it, and uh, see if they wanted to retail it together. So like, ha- I think like half the top people on YouTube are like fashion bloggers. Um, and so they do deal jewelry quite a bit. I didn't actually get a response from General Marvel. I got some from uh, a few other ones um, in the UK, but. Um,
0: so how did you had? So how did you go about reaching out to them? Did you just send them emails?
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I just uh, I just got their emails, just for research. So I just kind of exported that list of top two hundred people on YouTube, and just had my assistant go to town on finding. Who's the owner of the channel? Usually, like on the about, there's an about page on each YouTube channel. Uh, sometimes it has email addresses on it. And then if it's like an info at, sometimes if you replace info at with the person's first name, you know you can get a hit. Have you ever used Reportive?
0: No. What's that?
1: Uh, it's a G- so it's a Gmail plugin. Basically, if you if you like type a a correct email address on the right side of the screen. It'll, like, start searching the web. And if you, if you get the correct web address in the two field of your email, it'll pop open their, like, LinkedIn profile and Facebook f- profile. So that's how you know you have a correct...
0: No way! Yeah,
1: so that's how you know you have a correct email address. So you can actually put it into a logic with, like, one of your, like, VAs and say, hey, if, if this doesn't work, try this format for their name. If this format doesn't work, try this and eventually you'll like get the correct email address. So that's a great tool to use to find personal email addresses.
0: Wow, I love that. Yeah, <clears throat> okay, I'm definitely gonna take advantage of that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, I'll send it over to you. It's no problem. Oh awesome. Um
0: so when so when you write your email, um so obviously you're making it personalized with like from the research that you've done. Yeah. But then, how do you actually how do you actually grab their attention? Because I imagine these people are receiving a lot of emails yeah. every day. So how do you actually make them read your email?
1: Yeah. So I mean, you definitely have to like offer something unique. I think that's like <clears throat> no matter how good your email is, if you're not offering something unique, it won't matter. But just getting them to open it is super important. Like my highest converting subject line is always like "Hi, First Name." And then it'll be like, let's say their company is like Tigers and Cats. And they're like, hi, Jennifer, dash tigers and cats jewelry, question mark. So it's like two things that are specific to them, their name and then like the name of their company or brand or whatever.
0: Oh, so you write their name and their company and then a, yeah. and then a question mark. So you don't actually say, you don't mention what your email is about.
1: In the subject line, no.
0: Ah, that's interesting. Yeah. One thing that I like to do when I reach out to people is, throw in a, um, a compliment, like say, oh, I loved your, like, right, hi, so-and-so, I loved your TED Talk or I loved your yeah. book or something like that.
1: Hell, yeah. So I custom-made, we used to actually have a field called the I Love Your Field. <laughs> so we'd be like, we would, uh, our VAs, we would tell them, go to these artisans' websites and pick out something you love on their website. And then, um, so it would make a sentence in the email like, hi, Taylor, love your, like, rosewood coffee table (laughs) in the subject line. Yeah, it's perfect.
0: I guess so many people would just be writing really generic email lines, right? Email subject lines. Yeah.
1: Oh, fuck yeah. People are terrible at this shit. Like, the thing is, like, you can scale it up if you're using cheap labor to do it. Otherwise, like, you can't really – it's hard to scale up. But we do actually look at their sites, and we do actually pick something specific, so – We've never been hit with a spam complaint before because we always personalize, even on a mass scale. Yeah. So you're trying, so you're trying to rope people. Uh, you're trying to rope people into uh, your podcast, right? <laughs> to come chat with you.
0: Yeah. Well, um, well it's, I, I like to think of it as an invitation <laughs> rather than yep. roping them in. But what I found. Oh, sorry. No, that's okay. Um, but what I found was that. When I actually reached out to people in a creative way that was highly personalized, they actually came to the interview super excited to be there, you know, and it wasn't like they were just like, oh, okay, yeah, here's another interview. They actually came to the interview going, I'm really excited to be here. I've been looking forward to this, you know, and I think that just makes for a much more engaging conversation and a much better interview in the end because when – You know, when two people in a conversation are enthusiastic and want to be there, it's going to be much more interesting to listen to rather than, you know, something that just where it sounds like the people don't really want to be there. Mm -hmm. And what I found was it's just a nice way also to be remembered because a lot of podcast hosts, you know, they... One big reason why they interview is because they want to start, they want to build their networks. They want to connect with these people because they're looking to build their networks and just, and, and develop these relationships with these people. And I think when you make an amazing first impression on someone, they're not going to forget you. Um, so I interviewed Andrew Warner, um, from Mixergy and he was super excited about the interview. And then he said, Oh, you know, when you're ever in, um, San Francisco. You know, let me know. like just like Tim Ferriss said to you. I don't know if that would have happened if it was just a simple like just a, just a simple email. And actually, I wouldn't have even got an email, uh, an interview with him if it was uh, if I just reached out to him via email. So if that can make all the difference. Doing something different.
1: Yeah, another tool I use. <laughs> it's called vsnap
0: vsnap
1: V Have you heard of it? No. Yeah. So basically, you send a video. You send a a video, uh, an email that's embedded with a video. And it's like 30 seconds you can record it. So you could say like, Hey, Andrew, this is Christina. Like, I've been a huge fan of yours. I have this awesome podcast. I'd love to, you know, have you check out. Maybe one day you could even be on the show. Um, so it's like a video of you saying that and it pops up right in their email. That's a really unique tool. I think, uh, we'll start to see more and more of that type of, uh, con, like outreach content in the next couple of years, but, um, yeah, check it out for sure. I'll also send you that link. It's just called vSnap. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: Can that is that only a 30-second video that you can send? Yeah. And do you have to record it using vSnap, or can yep. you record any other video and, like, upload it?
1: You can, you can do either. Okay.
0: Oh, no, there's more and more apps doing this, right? Like, I know with Viber you can now create these little video messages and send those. And like with um, Snapchat and everything, you can do those little video messages. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't asked anyone to be a guest on my show via Snapchat yet, actually. Maybe <laughs> maybe I can try Gary Vaynerchuk with that one because I know he likes using Snapchat. Yeah. So who's your next person that you want to reach out to or types of people?
1: Yeah. So, so right now, so my goal is to invite people to design and retail jewelry with me. So, uh, just other like big people on Facebook, there's this guy, uh, Dan Bilvarian. Do you know who he is? No. He's like a professional poker player, former, like, Navy SEAL. And basically every, every photo of him is like shooting guns and having fun with like 10 beautiful women around him everywhere. So he's just like this funny, like, it's kind of a fake character, but he has like 10 million followers, so. We'll just design something fun, see if, you know, people want to purchase that, um, like a stupid, like, ring or a pendant with his face on it. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Tough mutter. So, yeah, chatting with those folks. I'll reach out to, like, um, Marvel, like Marvel and Capcom, science fiction um, groups. I think, like, uh, when you strike a chord with an affinity group, that's what, um, that can be really effective. So I always try to target like people that have like groups of people that have a a similar like interest in something yeah be- because it kind of helps like expedite your message to a number of people you know mm.
0: so with say reaching out say reach with reaching out to tough Mudder, do you get your V a to do the research on who to reach out to like the individual who would be best to speak to?
1: um sometimes a lot of times though like, LinkedIn, I don't know, I'm usually a second connection with like anybody I need to chat with on LinkedIn and so I don't ask for intros, I just go straight for the in-mail but um, I have really good results with that, it's really effective. You know, everyone has access to in-mail but no one like really does it. Is that
0: with the paid version of LinkedIn?
1: Yeah, I think it's like 60 bucks a month, you'll get like 20 in-mails a month.
0: And you can send them to anyone who is a second or third connection?
1: No, just anyone.
0: Oh, anyone. You don't
1: even need to have a connection.
0: Wow. Yeah. And do people respond to LinkedIn emails?
1: Yeah. My reply rate's really great on those, probably like 50%.
0: Someone told me actually that, I can't even remember what the the stat was, but apparently people are like a lot more likely to respond to LinkedIn messages rather than email because it's like a totally separate inbox.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, they get the message, they get notified via email. And when they see it's from LinkedIn, I think it's just a little more legitimacy.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. It seems like, it seems like you're a total email ninja <laughs> and you're like really good, really good at that. I think that's something that I need to work on more actually, because I tend to just assume that people don't respond to email or that it's, or that you have to continue to follow up over and over again. Cause when I was in New York, I, I reached out to people via email and I found that people just didn't reply. And I was told that you have to follow up like over and over and over again. Yeah. And part of me just couldn't, I didn't get that. I was like, really? Am I just going to be annoying? Mm. Is that, do you agree with that?
1: Uh, Yeah, but I think you have to segment it. So another tool is, uh, I'm sure Lauren told you about like all the HubSpot tools you know, HubSpot. Mm. Uh, well, there's, so there's a tool called Sidekick. I don't know. There's, I think, two or three of these tools. They're also Gmail hookup uh, plugins. And you can tell when people open your emails and when they click on your links.
0: Oh, my God. This is like, this is like email ninja lesson. This is like advanced email. <laughs> outreaches. I really need to, I really need to step up my game, I think.
1: <laughs> no, no, you're fine. It's really not like, uh, it's not anything special at all. It's just kind of, being consistent in using these tools. But what I do is, like, so if I have a CRM, right, of, like, people I'm reaching out to, and I see that they opened my email, maybe they didn't reply, I'll set a reminder out for, like, two days, and I'll follow up on that same thread that they already opened because I know they're, like, checking out my stuff, and they're going to remember seeing that email. So they'll usually respond, like, if I do that. Um Wait, if but, you
0: if you follow up after you've seen it, they've opened it,
1: yeah, they'll usually yeah,' I know they've opened it, and they're probably just too busy putting it off, so I'll set a reminder for two days out to respond like reply on the same thread if they don't open mm. if they don't open your email at all, I'll send like an entirely new email with a different subject line because they didn't open okay. the first one, so I'm just trying something different yeah.
0: i'm totally I'm totally gonna use that sidekick tool. <laughs>
1: Oh, hell yeah, sidekick. Uh, Actually, if I invite you, we'll both get a free month, so I'll do that.
0: Oh, sweet. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah, because sometimes I'm actually kind of bad myself. Like, I'll send out an email, and then I'll just forget that I sent it. And then, like, a week later, I'll be like, oh, I wonder what happened with that email. Yeah. And then I'll be like, I don't know, is it too late to follow up and that sort of thing. So... But I mean, I know how it is, like, because I get emails and I'll look at it and then I'll intend on writing back, but then I get distracted by something else and then, I uh, then a week goes by and then I'm like, I, I should have, I think I had an email that I was going to respond to, and then I feel terrible for leaving it. So I feel like I need to have a little reminder system myself. But yeah, but I mean, if that ha- happens with me and I don't receive like as many emails as some of these people, I'm sure it happens to everyone.
1: <laughs> yeah, of course. So. So, other other than um, inviting people to your show, is is there any other? Uh, are are there any other things you're focusing on? In terms
0: of what I'm doing f- for me, reaching out to people um, for the moment, it's just been getting people on my show, and because my podcast is about. Outreach and about connecting with people. I feel like I have to like, I feel like I, sh- I want to be making a video for every, like each week I do a new video for someone. It's like, Oh, who am I reaching out to this week? And sort of making that like as part of my content strategy as well, mm-hmm. so, like showing that I'm actually practicing what I'm preaching. But in terms of my actual business, what I'm doing is I, I've just, I'm just creating a course at the moment, which I've just launched which helps podcasters do what I'm doing, but it helps them with the entire interview process. So mm-hmm. choosing your guests, reaching out to them, conducting a great interview, and then marketing that interview. So it helps them with that whole process. And I'm also – something that I, I love doing is actually helping people implement these ideas. So I'm going to start doing consulting Helping people to do this. So for example, I, I helped a guy last week. He was applying for an internship position and they had asked for a video application as part of it. And he was like, Oh my God, I don't know how to do this. Can you, can you help me? So I, I helped him script his actual video and then I helped, and then I filmed him and directed him through it because he was kind of nervous about, you know, talk, like, he didn't really know how to talk about himself. So Mm -hmm. I I coached him through that. And then I went and edited, edited the video, gave it to him. And then he sent that off. So, um, things like that is stuff that I really enjoy doing. And, um, so it could be, you know, job seekers. It could be sales guys. There's, I have a, there's a guy who wants me to help him get in front of a client. And he's like, I know I can close this deal, but I just have to get my foot in the door. Can you help me come up with a, a creative way to do that? And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, sure, I can like coach you through, coach you through a video. Um, I can help pretty much anyone who has a specific person that they want to get in front of or get mm-hmm. the attention of. So, I guess my audience is fairly broad, but what I actually do is very specific. Yeah, and, well, I would, um, yeah,
1: yeah. I'd love to help, uh, help collaborate on uh, ideas with you.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it's so awesome to meet someone who. Who is like so good at doing this thing that, that I'm also, that I'm also good at and like trying to get really good at. So I really appreciate everything that you've shared with me today. Yeah. And if, if you are having any trouble like reaching out to someone, um, I'm more than happy to help you out with that. Yeah. As well. If you want some like creative ideas, cause I, I was speaking to one guy at this conference actually, and he was like, I really want to collaborate with these. I want to get in front of the restaurant, national restaurant association or something like that. He wanted to part, like pitch them something. He's like, but I don't know, they're they not going to respond to email. Like, how do I find the right people? How do I get in touch with them? And I'm like, they're restaurant people, send them a cake Mm -hmm. with a message on it. And he's like, that's such a great idea. And I'm like, it's Mm -hmm. really simple. Um, It's just a simple thing, but um, it's going to get their attention like nothing else. You know, it's that sort of thing that I love doing that it's, you know, it doesn't have to be a complex thing, but people just don't think about it people don't even consider or maybe you don't have to send an email you know maybe maybe you can do something else and and that's what i and that's what i love doing so
1: yeah but sometimes using the email to follow up on something you send uh, is a a great combination like um i've like sent letters via fedex with tracking confirmation so i know they got it and then uh just wait i just wait like a week <clears throat> And then send an email and say, hey, I sent, I sent you a letter. Did you get it? And then if they're like, oh, yeah, I did, great. And then if they're like, no, I didn't, but what's up? Either way, they're going to respond to you.
0: Yes, that is true. If
1: you really want to be ballsy, you could even send a an email. Like, hey, did you get the letter I sent you? You don't even have to oh, send the letter. That
0: Actually, I heard a guy talking about that um, at the conference recently. He actually said, if you want to get in touch with the CEO – You write an email just to say, you just write a really simple email just to say, hey, I just want to hear your thoughts on this and this and this. You don't actually ask for anything. And then after you send the email, you call and you speak to the secretary and you say, hey, I just sent John or whatever. You just call him by his first name. I just sent John an email. I'm just calling to check that he got it. And he was saying that they will most of the time put you through to... To that person mm. because you sound like you already know them and you just oh I'm just following up on an email I just sent I just I just sent John I just want to make sure he got it.
1: Mm-hmm. No I've had great success with that.
0: Yeah so you do the email and then the phone call follow up afterwards and that works.
1: Mhm. Yeah did you get my email? That was pretty much what we built custom made on.
0: Really? Yeah. That's amazing.
1: Especially you if thi- you know they opened it too.
0: The email oh yeah
1: they <laughs> opened your email, yeah.
0: No, no really cool. way,
1: it was just on your site. Oh, really? That's crazy. Like it's it's like shooting fish in a barrel. god, <laughs> like, oh, it's so weird. What are the odds?
0: I'm definitely inspired now to start just just doing that just reaching out to tons of people. It's amazing how yeah. simple it can be when you just know a few little tricks. Mm-hmm.
1: All
0: right. Well, um Eric, I don't I don't want to take up uh, uh much more of your time, but thanks so much for chatting with me. This has been really awesome.
1: Yeah, no worries. I'll send you those free tools I mentioned.
0: Perfect. Take care, Eric, and um, hopefully I'll see you in New York sometime soon.
1: Yeah, of course, or Australia. (laughs)
0: Yeah, or Australia, or Thailand, maybe. That's right. Isn't he lovely? Thanks again to Eric Toxco. I don't know why I have so much trouble pronouncing that. T-O-C-Z-K-O. I'm sorry, Eric, if I stuffed that up. I've put a link to all the tools and resources that Eric mentioned there in the show notes at thecmethod.com slash Eric. That's Eric with a C. Okay, and that brings us to the end of episode two. What song have we got for you today? Yes, I believe that is the chord progression for Teenage Dirtbag by Wheatus, one of my favorites from my teenage years. Anyway, if you enjoyed this episode, I'd really appreciate it if you shared it with your friends or whoever you think might find it useful. Keep on being awesome and I will see you next week for another episode. This has been Stand Out, Get Noticed. Oh yeah!